0: And the last time I saw them was 2006. And my baby, my youngest had just been born. He was, I don't know, a few weeks, maybe a few months old. And I was in the nursery uh, room and I was nursing him. And then I finished and burpees and everything else. And I was holding him and just having quality time with my baby. And I feel these two little friends in the room just looking at us and smiling like happy you know and I say to them hey guys I know you're here you know I really like to see you again and they said no 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 you're gonna get scared if you see us physically I said of course I won't I know who you are like come on you know I really want to see you come on just make yourself visible again I said no 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 you're gonna get really scared Hey, the surprise <laughs> welcome it's... to another episode of Driving to the rest but this time we're actually combining it with our woo for thought
1: right podcast. so if you're not familiar with the woo for thought podcast it it it, it uses as its source document An the essay. woo for thought essay and essays are what i really like which is long multiple read. Multiple <laughs> pages. A long read. That really gets into, you know... Oh, so, so, a topic from a lot of angles in uh,
0: so Inelia's
1: writing style, yes. which expands your mind always. Uh-huh. And so, one of the things that I've been thinking about is, you know, when we do our Driving to the Res, we do it based on a newsletter. Mm-hmm. And the Woofer Thought, that publishes a little bit less frequently. Once but a month. On occasion. It's like uh, once every a month ish.
0: Once every two months, I think.
1: Right, but we have a stack of them built yes, up a little we bit. Do. So I thought that would be a good idea to bring attention to them through mm-hmm. our Driving to the Res podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also just subscribe to it at the Woofer Thought. Yep. And we are supported by our sponsors, yes. which happen to be subscribed. Scribe star members,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? They are also Walk with The Now members. Yes. Those members have access to what we call the second hour. Yes. So I thought it would be a good idea to have a second hour with our WooferThought essay.
0: Yeah. So it'll be
1: kind of double published. But if you want to really like get into this essay, you mm-hmm. can join us in our second hour.
0: That's at, scribe star. at
1: Subscribestar. At mm-hmm.
0: Subscribestar.
1: And uh, we'll probably have two hours of
0: <laughs> in-depth... Yeah.
1: Tearing into the essay topic in this case, this week or month, this month, it's going to be about
0: fairies, elves, and nature spirits.
1: Fairies, elves, and nature spirits.
0: If you're on the video, you'll see be able to see a photograph that Larry took in the Ooh. forest near where we live of Ooh. a fairy. Maybe take Maybe it out like of that. that. Oh, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> We're trying to make it so it doesn't shine.
1: It's so it's, glossy. Yeah, it's so well, glossy. In the picture, you can see right here
0: yeah.
1: the fairy on the stick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And right here, you can see
0: <laughs>
1: the fairy magic.
0: <laughs> so anyways we'll, anyways, we'll publish that picture with the yeah, with the, the everything.
1: And just and then, um, for a try, I'll just try it. If you want your own print... Mm -hmm. I can print you one.
0: Sign it and send it to you. And
1: sign it and send it to you.
0: Yeah.
1: For the low, low price of. It's not free 99 because I do have to buy the ink. I do have to buy the paper.
0: And the postal. And the
1: postal. So uh, we'll work out a price and uh, it'll be fair and reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Probably in the $20 range, Mm -hmm. something like that.
0: Yep. Then you can have some fairy magic. You can have your
1: very own fairy magic picture. In your house. Frame it if you like. You can have. Four by six, five by seven, eight by ten. I don't know if I can get much bigger than that. Okay. But
0: Nine by ten should be.
1: Eight by ten plenty. Easier
0: to send.
1: I so guess you know, inquire through. Um, if you're on a subscribe star, you know. You, you know can to go to
0: drivingtotheres.com, and there's gonna be an email there too.
1: Yeah, you can inquire through the email. Yes. This is a, an experiment, to... you experiment, you know. Experiment. You got the first whack at it. Uh-huh. If it turns out, you know. That we if like it's something it. people really like and I don't mind doing it too much, then I'll, I'll make it more formalized while I'm at store or we'll put it on wherever yeah. it goes. But for right mm-hmm. now, if you really want one, mm-hmm. figure it out. <laughs> yes. And I'll do my best to get it to you.
0: Sounds good to me. Okay. One of the questions I am often asked is, do fairies exist?
1: <laughs> I just showed you.
0: <laughs> so this essay is pretty long. And um, on the second hour, we'll go into depth on about all the different points. Right. Uh, But what I wanted to talk about in this first part is a couple of things. In the essay, I classified the fairy folk with experiences of the ones that I I had actually seen personally. And now that we're going out into the world at a public level with events and things, Larry has been meeting some very interesting people.
1: Totally. I I mean, our last festival, we were just, I just got back from,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I met a fella who had just incarnated this time, having been a fairy last time. What
0: How did he find it, that baby. out? How did he find so out he that out? So he found
1: that out through a regression. Oh, nice. And he's got these experiences in his life that are a little bit like, I don't understand it, I don't understand it. And so it was through a regression that he tried to find answers. And the regression, you know, is a... Is a method where you connect with your higher self and your like less um current conscious memories oftentimes we'll tamper down our conscious memories a little bit so that our reality experience is the one we're having right now right mm-hmm. it's It's got its purposes, but we want to scratch at it sometimes, and so mm-hmm. when we scratch at it, we have an access point. Hypnotic regression is one of those, mm-hmm. so he would be traveling he he was um in the woods. Walking with his dog, I think Shasta or someplace like that.
0: In Shasta, the mountain? It might
1: have been, yeah, it might have been Shasta. I think I remember he was at Shasta for one of these oh, hikes. Okay. One of the other hikes, he was at a different location, but Shasta was one of them. And he was walking with his dogs and his dogs were making a little ruckus in this bush.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a big bush with, you know, leaves and stuff. And he, He's like, what's going on, guys? What's going on? He's got a fairy in arrow. what? Like mm-hmm. kind of joking with his dogs, right? So he pulled back the brush to look in what the dogs were barking at. And it was a fairy, a literal fairy, sitting there going. Zzz, the zzz, little zzz. ones. Yeah, a little one. Ah, going yeah. back and forth and back and forth. It was busy and it was like going out of time. Like zzz, zzz, zzz. that's how I described it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was like. Zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> and then he he looks like oh wow I see you and then the fairy looked at him with his eyes like what you see me
0: <laughs> and he <it> went <laughs> and it
1: zipped off right so he was like that's
0: like the one we had in the. Oregon.
1: It's like the one we had in Oregon, yes, mm. the one that came riding a dragon or dragonfly or whatever.
0: It was a big bug,
1: like a big bug. Yes. Yeah,
0: like a bumblebee or something. It's, it's,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, it was very unusual. And then when it's noticed that it's got saw, seen, it was like what? I'm yeah, out of here! I'm out of here! And so uh, you know that had a, some impact on him. And then it wasn't weeks or a month later. He was on another hike, and it was up the mountains a bit, Rocky Mountains area. And he encountered a gnome, a little fella with the gnome hat and yellow pants and shirt, maybe with his axe or whatever they have. I don't know. It's like, is this, hello? And the gnome, he's like, I'm like, hello? And the gnome said, yes, hello. And he's like, how are you? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Um, what are you doing? He's like, the gnome's like, I'm walking. It's <laughs> like, well, do you live here? He's like, well, yes, of course I live here. I'm a gnome. <laughs> this is where I live. He's like, it's like, it's, it's nice to see you. He's like, yes, it's, it's very nice to meet you too. See you later. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, what is going on with me, right? Yeah. So he he did a regression, and in his regression, he found that uh, his most recent like, memory of a uh, past experience of life it was as a fairy folk mm-hmm. so he still has that you know
0: Deep affinity and mm-hmm. connection
1: those links mm-hmm. although he's he's not a fairy now
0: right
1: he wasn't even dressed like a fairy i was expecting you know fairy folk you know
0: they usually do dress
1: they might flowers, be flowery tutus, or to maybe with yes. bump, you know things on and their sparkly hair. stuff I know when I hang out at fairy festivals, there's a lot of glitter involved. Yes, often.
0: glitter, yes, yes. Mostly and woman, yeah.
1: sparkly clothes. I have a yeah. lot of, you
0: know, clinkies and there'll be crystals
1: and bells, always some bells, some tinkle, tinkle, tinkles, right? He was dressed like I was at this event. He had a sweatshirt. He had slightly dirty blue jeans. He had shoes that had been up and down the trails a few times, right? <laughs> and he was wearing his baseball cap with the logo of, uh, I think he had a fish on it.
0: Oh, <laughs> very relatable <laughs> he,
1: for you. It was very relatable. We had a, a nice conversation. Uh-huh. But he is undoubtedly that, you know? Mm. And I have no doubt if he were to go to a fairy festival, he would be wearing some glitter. <laughs> And some oh, bells. Okay. <laughs> He would have bells on But we were in the city You know I was like yeah. oh, we gotta In Portland He needed In Portland It was more In a strange way More um, Very like To be that way Because right. There were so many Tinklers running around yes. <laughs> So he was He was more It was like More unusual In a way Dressed normally mm-hmm. <laughs> It was quite yeah. funny
0: Yeah Oh, that's fun. Do you want to? Well, let's talk about the the one we had because the guy was. I haven't seen a gnome ever.
1: No, I haven't seen him. I'm walking down the trail. No, either.
0: but we did see. Right, I think at the time you saw him too, but I don't think you remember it. Um, we did see a little guy on a bug, and I talk about that in the in the essay. I can either read that one or we can yeah, talk about it.
1: Read it, it honey. Okay, it's I'll a good joke. It. It's a good. It's a good part of that essay to yeah. to, to bring in.
0: Yeah. Okay. Although the gnomes might have been like the little fairies that folk they call themselves fairies. They're my little friends when I was a little kid. Okay. It says next, let's look at tiny little beings who are familiar from fairy tales. They look like tiny little humans with dragonfly or butterfly wings. Mm -hmm. Most famous were the fake photographs by two young cousins, Elsie Wright and Francis Griffiths. And they did it in the early 1900s. They were total fakes. Personally, I don't think... There were any tiny little humanoids flying about with dragonflies or butterfly wings. I did not believe in them until I saw one myself. But even today, the thought come, crosses my mind that perhaps I was seeing things, but not so likely now that other people have seen them right now.
1: Intri- int- it's true, yes. And yeah, I have some th- more and pictures, the same remember?
0: description. The same description.
1: Mm, the same description. The same, like, mm-hmm. action.
0: Yeah. There's no logical reason for me to have been seeing things at the time, but the experience was so out of my concept of reality that it is hard to think of it as, a, as real. Here's what happened. Larry and I were on a road trip and stopped at the Oregon Vortex in Gold Hill. Uh, on that first visit, we didn't go in as we had one of our dogs with us and the dog was not allowed to go in. Apparently, dogs go unhinged within the Vortex, so they don't even allow service dogs in. Disappointed, we took a walk up and down the road where the vortex is located. On our way back to the car, a super-large bug started flying near my face. At first I thought it was a huge bumblebee, and I ignored it. Eventually it pested me so much that I stopped and looked at it, and my eyes and mouth fell open as I saw a tiny little man flying on a bug that hovered there in front of my eyes. His face did the same thing, shocked that I could see him perhaps. And as I shouted at Larry to look at him, he flew away. After that incident, it has been difficult to say that these flying little humans don't exist. He didn't have any wings, exactly, but he was tiny and he was flying about. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember his face I was so shocked. <laughs> you can see me? <laughs> yes.
1: That's what the guy said too. It's like, oh, you can see me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not like to be seen very often.
0: Yeah, yeah hmm Anyways.
1: I have a couple more pictures. The fairies, the fairy wings. Yes. From the, the crystal, crystal, crystal. Yeah. Two of crystal those, photography. Crystal yeah. photography have those. I'll probably include those in the fairy fairy photo package.
0: Nice. Nice. Another type of fairy um would be well, I took about a few here, but um the one the next one I want to talk about because I also have a lot of people ask about them and talk about them, are the fae or elves. Not to be confused with the fairy above, these beings are often described as taller than humans, thin and very fine features with slightly pointy ears. Their clothes are elegant and made from natural materials. Their culture is one of hierarchical pyramid of responsibility rather than power over others, hierarchies like humans have. They very much care for forests, lakes, rivers, oceans and nature in general. They keep, they keep themselves separate from us, for the most part, but have been known to mate with humans. The results of these matings are humans who are different from others, are in features, usually tall, and don't fit into society very well. Although in most books these are depicted as white, my experience of them has been different. Their skin tones are not uniform from deep blues and browns to the lightest of pale white, and they do not have what we consider races within their overall fae race. At an experiential telepathy level, I have met two fae societies. One was on a hill at La Conner, Washington, USA, and the other was in Dublin, Ireland. The society in Ireland seemed to be underground near the arboretum there. Neither incident was physical in nature but both had the witnesses who also felt the beings communicating without me mentioning it. <laughs> the La Conner experience happened during a public event we had there. During that event, we had an outing to a nearby park. The park was on a hill. When we got there, the fae came to us and made themselves known. This was an entirely experiential telepathy experience where the participants of the event were able to connect directly to the beings there. In Ireland, Dublin, I was there visiting friends and at some point we walked to the arboretum. As we were getting closer, I received a call, what I call a ping, following the computer language of one computer or person sending a ping to command used to test the ability of a source computer to reach a specified destination computer. I answered it. And what followed was, again, an experiential telepathy experience. I did not see them physically. Do you remember the one in La Conner? Because you were there, huh? Yes,
1: I totally remember the one in La Conner. Be- what was
0: your experience of it?
1: My experience, oh, no, 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 La Conner, no, I didn't. I thought you were talking about Mount Adams. It's a D.
0: No, I'd like oh, no, You were there.
1: I was there, but I didn't. Uh, I don't have a recall of a a fae experience.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. I wonder if all the other. I probably ate the food. <laughs> and that brings us to a different point, which is I have been asked if these type of fairy folk, the fae, the fae, are related to Lemurians. Oh yeah. And the answer is no, I are not think Lemurians. So. Lemurians are just human who haven't chosen a like that paradigm are, and are part of that larger earth.
1: The larger earth. The
0: larger earth.
1: I noticed that seeding.
0: Yes. And not a different species like the fae are. They're definitely a different species. Yeah, I find it fascinating that you forgot about that hill and connecting with them and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I wasn't as uh, connected at the La Conner event as other ones because I had a event coming right after it that my attention was probably on. Mm. So maybe I didn't participate quite fully enough.
0: Yeah, maybe. And you had other things in so your mind too?
1: Uh, I had triangles and all kinds of things <laughs> happening. <yeah. laughs> that was a uh, what we would call a shaken and stirred. Shake section of my
0: life yes a lot of alcohol
1: That'll, okay some.
0: <laughs> okay so um another thing is higher up on the article but i did want to talk about it actually because when you talked about this guy who saw the gnome mm-hmm. this actually might relate a little bit so when i was a little kid i had a couple of friends and The adults thought they were imaginary friends, but they were actually physically there. And they looked like they were the height of children, so I was very little. The last time I saw them, I think I was about four years old or so, I can't exactly recall, but four, six, something like that. That was the last time I physically saw them, before they told them that I wouldn't be able to see them anymore, but I would be able to feel them if I wanted to. Um and they looked about my height and now as an adult doesn't recall how they looked. I could tell that they had wigs on, like hair, Mm -hmm. and children's clothes. And they were my friends and they would guide me through life and tell me what was safe to say to adults and what wasn't and stuff like that. Um they were very fun and cheeky. Like I was thinking about them today as we were preparing for this podcast and in the mornings so at the moment if you're in video you'll be able to see me showing you a little medallion it's a black circle that i'm testing out to create some power objects that i'm going to give away to our friends in christmas but i'll also be going to be selling those as well um and so i'm testing the material and this medallion is made out of that um Shungite. shungite okay from russia Yeah, I got it from a source, the highly respected source in Russia. And I've been wearing it for like a few weeks now to test it out. Is this real? Does it work? And all that. And I can tell that it's real. It's really, really cool. So I'm definitely going to make these power objects. Anyways, I've been wearing it nonstop. I haven't taken it off. And this morning I get up and it's not around my neck, right? Yeah. It's not on. I'm like, hmm what just happened I don't recall taking it off but maybe I did you know when I'm usually when I'm writing book in my head I do stuff and I don't remember right so that's not out of context at all and I have a walk-in closet where I get dressed right and as we were preparing for this recording I went into my closet because I was a little bit cold so I went to get this fluffy jacket. It's kind of a cardigan that's all fluffy and if you see the video you can see how fluffy it is. It's very fluffy.
1: (laughs) It's really really super fluffy. fluffy. Very,
0: very fluffy, right? So um, I, I put it on and then I look right next to my face. There's a little cubbyhole and hanging from the cubbyhole in a perfect shape is the medallion just hanging there. Right there. In front of my face. Saying, here I am. And even if I had unconsciously taken it off somewhere, there is no way that I would put it there. That's Mm -hmm. one place I would most certainly (laughs) not put it there. (laughs) Okay. My jewelry and my necklaces don't go there. They don't go there. And I don't hang things on the edge to hang right in front of my face like
1: that you definitely don't do that yeah there are some definite things you don't do and things that don't go there do not go there period right
0: so i'm like okay little people maybe because i mean i don't talk about the little people in the article but those are typical typical things yes yeah it's like little people maybe you're cheeky you know and i grabbed it and as i held it in my hand I felt my guys' energy, the the little friends. My no little way, friends' energy. I did, yeah. Oh that's nice. Yeah. So the oh my gosh, you guys. So I put it on, you know, I'm wearing it right now. It's really cool. And obviously when I if I do actually get around to making these beautiful <laughs> <laughs> power objects for people, I'll I'll let you know on my newsletter. Okay. With my glasses. Anyways. So these little guys they would let me know what to do, how to stay invisible to adults and stuff like that. Like invisible in my capacity to see it differently. Because adults at the time, in the 1960s, they didn't respond well to children who could perceive the world differently. So they made sure I was safe. And the last time I saw them, and I've told this story lots of times in different places, but the last time I saw them was in 20, 2006, 2006. And my baby, my youngest, had just been born. He was, I don't know, a few weeks, maybe a few months old. And I was in the nursery uh, room and I was nursing him. And then I finished and burpees and everything else. And I was holding him and just having quality time with my baby. And I feel these two little friends in the room just looking at us and smiling, like happy, you know. And I say to them, hey, guys, I know you're here. You know, I'd really like to see you again. And they said, no, 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 you're going to get scared if you see us physically. I said, of course I won't. I know who you are. Like, come on, you know, I really want to see you. Come on, just make yourself visible again. I said, no, 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 you're going to get really scared. I said, no, no, come on, I know who you are. Come on, dudes, let's just do this. It's It's fine. I'm done with this invisible thing. You don't have to stay invisible anymore. And then they eventually said it. Very well, but we warned you. And they materialize in front of my eyes. The two of them, a boy and a girl. And my body screams with my baby in my arms and runs out of the room, down the stairs and into the kitchen. Now, this is a big house. And I all the way, as I was screaming and crying, I tried my soul side, you know, the conscious side. It's like, stop, stop, you know, they're going to disappear again. Don't run. And it was my body, like my physical body elemental who had freaked out. Physical body elementals don't like things suddenly appearing in front of their eyes. And she had a baby, mm-hmm. right? So she took she over.
1: Double protective.
0: Yeah, she took over and she ran. She ran. And then it's like, nah! finally, when I finally calmed her down at the kitchen, oh my god! So I ran back upstairs. Right? They were gone. Oh, they'd gone invisible again. But I could hear, me, I could hear them laughing, giggling. I'm sure. Not just giggling. They were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! I told told ya! Ha ha, ha 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 Oh my gosh. But I'm wondering, you know, it's like it feels like maybe the guy, the gnome that the guy saw, mm-hmm. could possibly be related, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe the same thing. And um I've never like felt I mean people have asked me what were they and I've told the story in UFO conferences. They could be
1: small aliens, aliens
0: you know. They could have been like humanoid greys, you know, Grave. like little ones, three foot tall or whatever. And um so you know it's like very difficult To and classify. To classify. And we were—I was in a, an event once in a UFO place, a conference, and the host of the place had a way to communicate with other entities through um, a method of table tapping, which is used. It has been used by spiritualists and other people in Europe before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they used this method with another person, and they were. Spelling out the name of these beings, these two guys, right? The boy and girl. And they call themselves fairies. Nice. So that's why I included them. Like okay. I dunno putting
1: that. one on. It's like this is, sounds think, like another joke.
0: I think it's a joke. Yeah. And I even said it. I don't know about it. I think they're joking. Yeah. But it's... Like, no, no, no. They're
1: fa- fair. yes
0: very, Fair-yess. <laughs> yes. yess yes. s. fair Anyways, I thought I'd share that.
1: Well, you what know what happens go. if you're at a UFO conference? It's all aliens. You know what happens if we are at a Sasquatch conference? They're all Sasquatch. It's all Sasquatches. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you get what you expect in some way
0: yeah you do you do yeah and um so
1: yeah and in in a sense it begs the question mm -hmm. we're defining these names of things that have been mm, experienced throughout time but we've given them various names and so sometimes are the names really accurate
0: uh that's a good point um I have travelled a lot and I've lived in different places around the world with different cultures. Yeah. And I have, because I'm interested in these things, have looked to see in the local culture what kind of stories and mythical creatures they have. And for sure, the descriptions look the same, but their interpretations and their names are different.
1: Right, it's like, almost like Uh, Flying Turtles, in a way.
0: Yes, yes, exactly like 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 that. Flying Turtles is a reference. Well,
1: I did a past life regression also. Yes. And it was in in reference to the very first episode of Driving to the Res Second Hour, which is my uh, my regression with Fred into our um, shared experience of waking up in the morning with our hair combed backwards perfectly, (laughs) which... Having your hair perfect in the morning. I don't know how many people wake up with their hair perfect in the morning. I see it in the movies all the time. <laughs> I mean, perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect doll. But it doesn't really happen to me, except for when I was in the Coast Guard and I was in boot camp and they cut all my hair off. It, it woke up every morning the same. It's like, you don't have to do anything. Right. But if you have any hair on your head, it comes up messed up in the morning. Yes. So I'd woken up that morning and went to the mirror and I looked and I was like, Wow, my hair is perfect. That's strange. I didn't brush it or nothing yet. <laughs> I looked a little closer. And it was backwards, too. So, so, It always goes one way. It just mm-hmm. men, most men anyway. I don't know about women, but most men, they, we brush our hair the same way. And it's like that since high school. Yes. Or whenever it was that we started actually caring about what our hair looked like. Right. From that day forward, it almost always looks the same. Mm-hmm. So it was completely backwards, but Perfect. I was like, "Wow, that's so strange." And I shared it on a Sunday dinner morning. It's like, "Yeah, guys, the strangest thing happened. I woke up and my hair was perfect."
0: Mhm. And check
1: right? backwards. Yes, yeah. at the shaman shack. And backwards. <laughs> and like that was the uh punchline.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because perfect is weird enough, but backwards and perfect is like something it's very, else. It's very
0: strange, yeah.
1: So uh, it turned out Fred had woken up that same morning and his hair was also perfect and backwards. And he's way more particular about his hair oh, than me. Oh, he's
0: very particular about his hair, yes. His
1: haircut, it's his hairstyle. for his hair to be backwards. His hair, everything must and always will be the same way. Yes. yes. And like when I sit down with Lori to get a haircut and she says, what do you want? It's like like, shorter? <laughs> like half of that or so? I don't know. <laughs> no, he uh, has extreme Fred has, no neither need number one and number three and this and that and the other and there the other thing with that and the other and that goes this way and don't make that too short or else it'll be wrong and then you know he's, he's defined in particular because it's his he's an engineer and he is it's
0: his personality it's yeah. it's it's, it's so for his hair to be
1: perfect first, and backwards
0: that is yeah not a coincidence that's extraordinary
1: on and on the same night. note that was not a coincidence that yes. was a message strong enough for us to like Break through the fog chatter. So And then then Lori also, huh? She had Lori had her pajamas pajamas backwards or something. I
0: can't remember what it was. How do you get
1: your pajamas off and back on in the middle of the night, inside (laughs) out and backwards?
0: Yeah, or something weird with it. It was really weird. Yeah. Very
1: odd. So all all taken together, we knew well. Honestly, even all of us were like, what? no, that's strange, huh? Wow, that's really strange. Well, that's a coincidence. And that still wasn't enough for us to like <laughs> knock on the door. And you said like, hmm, once is interesting. Twice is no coincidence. That's a message to you guys. What is the message? Maybe yeah. you guys should look.
0: Yeah, And three times, yeah, definitely. definitely.
1: So the way that we looked was a regression by therapy. using the process that Fred was trained or mm-hmm. is trained in. And so he did a regression on me to tap into that night. What experience do we have? Yeah. We write about that and talk about that and drive to the res. And um, just look up spaceships. It's even on the sub <laughs> substack. There's a newsletter about spaceships that mm-hmm. you uh, you wrote uh, not too long ago, a few months. And it detailed your own visit to wherever it was we were going. You yes. know, So if you're curious... Go look up spaceships in the sub sub substack, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll get the the nitty gritty for this episode. Right, one of my past lives in the regression, I was with uh, some friends and we were sitting on our horses on the side of the canyon, looking out over the canyon, enjoying the evening. And it was like sunsetty. It's just as I remember it now. It might be it was sunrise. I don't remember now. We saw three flying. Turtles
0: mm-hmm.
1: fly by. <laughs> Flying turtles. Flying turtles fly by.
0: Yes. So that's the interpretation we're talking about. Because, you so- know-
1: I mean, we will say spaceships, right? But at the oh, time, they look like a turtle, mm-hmm. the shape of a turtle, and they're flying. What? So it's the giant flying turtle flew by. In Alaska, <laughs> it's a flying clam, by the way.
0: Yes, you find that. With people inside. Out, isn't when you? I yeah. when I flew up
1: to Alaska, and yeah. I got off the plane, I want, and they're right on the wall, right in front of me, is this giant flying clam people. with people in it. <laughs> like, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Do you guys know
1: what that clam, yes. clam is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Definitely the interpretations, There's interpretations involved in these world, in
1: these words, and it might be similar or same beings. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we also might be assigning a shape and a size to them based Mm -hmm. on what we're seeing. Definitely.
0: All right. So for the second hour, we're going to continue this discussion. This is an experiment. We'll see if we like it, right? And -hmm. for our supporters who are going into Subscribestar to sponsor all the work that we do. Thank you. And also you can walk with me now.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah,
0: thank you, thank you, all of you. And um yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But before we go I know there's
1: one more thing.
0: Very important.
1: Very important. And we actually should have started with this. Yes. Well but maybe we we'll edit that it, little bit. Well, since we'll we'll you made edit it,
0: it, it. We might we'll have a clip at the back. beginning. Yes. We'll see.
1: We'll see yes, what happens. We'll do. At any rate. Here's a clip. Especially this since you have made start. it this far. Yes. Oh, wait. (laughs) Okay, begin.
0: (laughs) Just tell them already. Just get it out of
1: your mouth. Come on, tell them. One thing I want to make sure that you know. It's like when we talk about things like this woofer thought about fairies and aliens and flying turtles and such, it's to expand your awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So these Mm -hmm. aren't unfamiliar things to you and you don't get like, Taken away by some narrative designed to, like, grab you and distract you for a little while. Because we don't need distracted. You don't need distracted right now. No. You need to pay attention. Yeah. So, one of the other things is, if you have an idea of the kinds of things that are coming, they won't grab you and sweep you away either. hmm So, to handle that, one of the very important rituals that we conduct is a looking ahead at 2020 whatever
0: or twenty ten,
1: whatever, or whatever. Looking ahead at the next year. Mm-hmm. What games are at foot? What mm-hmm. narratives are at play? What designs are in motion? What things might pop in? What are the likelihoods of
0: and what should we be doing?
1: And what should we be doing? Because when we're when we talk, we're talking about um, a split happening on the mm-hmm. planet right now we're yeah. talking about being prepared and capable and able to navigate it comfortably I mean if you want to be uncomfortable to navigate the split I guess it's fine go for <laughs> it if you want to be comfortable in doing this split, and knowledgeable knowledge is required you yes. gotta like not get tricked yes no tricks on you so we have a look in a head call
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that happens every year yes and this one is happening in a couple of few days yes. And you can get your ticket if you haven't, if you're not a Subscribestar member, you're not a Walk With You Now member, you can go buy a special ticket. Yes. And that'll get you access to the
0: meat and potatoes part of it. Meat and
1: potatoes part of it. We'll do about a half an hour or so. of
0: Fluffy bunny stuff.
1: Hey, fluffy bunnies that have like issues with this or that or just like, hey, what the heck's going on? I don't, I'm not sure if I'm like, like this or whatever. Hey, just listen to the half hour. We'll go cover the fluffy bunny. We'll give the year a look at. And then we'll really dig into it in the second half, sort of like the second half of this. Yeah. The things that, you know, if we were to say out loud on a public channel, it'll just get deleted. So why even bother? Like we're just
0: censored. There's no point in talking (laughs) about it.
1: If we didn't get deleted for saying it, then probably I don't know if you should trust us too much.
0: (laughs) So we just won't say
1: it because we're like one strike and you're out, baby. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we also have, like, you know, you are able to have a chance to support us. So even if you are in Subscribe Star, and even if you are in Walk with Me now, right? You know,
1: you could buy just a ticket. It. Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. Yeah. And thank you for the Christmas present, or the New Year's present, uh, or the support. Supporting the human collective, getting access to all this information. Exactly. Because it uh, it completes the circle. You know, Yes. It, it makes us feel like what we're doing. I mean,
0: it actually. Supports us counts. so that we don't have to work at McDonald's to support the human collective. <laughs> Although McDonald's
1: was paying pretty good lately, I know, that's not. It's crazy. I, was like, hmm, Jesus. I remember I, I that know, was my first job.
0: I know. I was. I yes. loved it. I was we really good had at it. More I spent, money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we had just stuck with our McDonald's jobs, by now we probably had owned like twenty of them. Yes, indeed. But I would be like uh, working for the. Um, shrinkage of the human collective awareness instead of the expansion of it. And so, you know, that's a little bit less satisfying.
0: Yeah. So, thank you for your support. And go over to Subscribestar, search for Inelia Benz, and I think it is the $60 subscription that will get you into the call, the monthly, the annual call of looking at 2024.
1: I thought it was all of them, but...
0: No, it's a $60 one that gets into the second... I mean, the call. The, the, the Get you call. A, free
1: t- a free ticket to the call? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: The free ticket to the call.
1: And walk yeah. with me now.
0: Yes. If you're on walk with me now, you're set. Okay, then. Yeah. We'll see you then in on the 31st of December, okay. 2023.
1: And also in the second hour.
0: Yeah. And if you happen to be looking at this podcast way in the future in 2024, you can go to the store and download... The pr- recording of the Looking at 2024. Right. So if it's
1: February or something, you're like, golly. <laughs> it's like, I really want to know what's going to be coming. Yes. In July. Yeah.
0: Take a so check. February. Uh, check out the public recording and then.
1: Check the recording out.
0: Yeah. Buy the download for the second part. The meat and potatoes part. Good yes. idea. See you then.
1: Okay. See ya.
0: the fairies keep waking you
1: up in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, that's what it was. Cause I
0: could not sleep for like two or three days. And I'm a very good sleeper. Very <laughs> good sleeper. It's like a superpower actually. But there was just this, like, I kept like waking up like what? And then going back to sleep and just, ah, nah, you know, like that. Yeah. And then it totally resonated when they said that. I was like, oh, they were basically poking and saying hi and giggling and we're just like really
1: excited that I was there that was the the message I got but then I was like can you do that when I'm not sleeping that'd be great <laughs> And I think they, I think they complied
0: because I don't think that happened after that but it was really nice that's really cool yeah really cute